This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Welcome back today. We have some good things to talk about today. We um, are at a basketball tournament. Yes. Well, we- currently we're actually outside. We are. So you might hear some dogs barking and some birds Maybe chirping. Some birds. Maybe a cat. I don't know. There's cats over there. Maybe a car driving by. But Hi, it's, it's a beautiful day here in Springfield, <laughs> Missouri. But we have been at a lot of basketball games this week. And it kind of um, got me thinking a little bit about um, the people you surround yourself with, right? Your teammates or your friends, um, that kind of thing. So we thought we'd spend a little bit of time talking about that today. Yeah. So, um... One of my favorite examples of friendship in the Bible is um, Jonathan and David. So I'm going to be skipping around. Um, ah, there's a bug. Um, around First Samuel just a little bit. So um, first we want to read First um, Samuel 18 and verse 1, which says, And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking to Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. I love that verse. I think, ooh, I think it's, that's just such a special bond to have with someone. Um, anyways, we're going to move to 1 Samuel 19, verses 1 through 6 now, which says, And Saul spake unto Jonathan his son, and to all his servants, that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father, seeketh to kill thee. Now therefore I pray thee... Take heed to thyself until in the morning, and abide in a secret place, and hide thyself. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field, where thou art. And I will commune with my father of thee, and what I see that I will tell thee. And Jonathan spake good of David unto Saul his father, and said unto him, Let not the king sin against his servant, against David, because he hath not sinned against thee, and because his works have been to thee word very good. Um... I uh, I lost my spot. Oh, for he did put his life in his hand and slew the Philistine. And the Lord wrought a great salvation for all Israel. Thou sawest it and didst rejoice. Blah, blah, blah. Didst rejoice. That's, you know, a fun word. Um, wherefore, when then wilt thou sin against innocent blood to slay David without a cause? And Saul hearkened unto the voice of Jonathan. Um, and Saul swear, as the Lord liveth, he shall not be slain slain. And Jonathan called David, and Jonathan shewed him all the things. And Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as in times past. Um, so then, I read through seven, but I I probably should have read through seven anyway. I just didn't put that down. Um, so now we're going to skip to um, 1 Samuel 20, verses 1 through 24. I know this is a lot of reading, but um, can't really cut any of it out and there's just a lot there so yeah I think it's just important to show with all the different verses and and instances you're reading about it shows how they were friends for life and so like Jonathan's willing to go even to his own father stepping on my toes man oh sorry (laughs) go I'll back Um, away I'm kidding I think it's it's fine but I words are not coming to me but they're still coming out of my mouth um (laughs) Anyways, verses, so 1 Samuel 20, verses 1 through 24. Um, and David fled from Naoth and Ramah, and came and said before Jonathan, What have I done? What is mine iniquity? And what is my sin before thy father, that he seeketh my life? And um, 
And he said unto him, God forbid, thou shalt not die. Behold, my father will do nothing, either great or small, but he thought he will shew at me. And why should my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. And David swore moreover, and said, Thy father certainly knoweth that I have found grace in thine eyes. And he saith, Let not Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, there is but a step between me and death. Then said Jonathan unto David, Whatsoever thy soul desireth, I will even do it for thee. And David said unto Jonathan, Behold, tomorrow is new moon, and I should not fail to sit with the king at meat. But let me go, that I may hide myself in the field unto the third day at Ethan. If thy father... The wind just turned my page. Um, if thy father at all miss me, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me, that he might run to Bethlehem his city, for there is yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he th say thus, it is well with thy servant, shall have peace. But if he be very wroth, then be sure that evil is determined by him. Therefore, if thou shalt dare kindly with thy servant, for thou hast brought thy servant into... I totally lost my spot. Do you know where I'm at? Nope. Cool. With thy servant, for thou hast brought thy servant into a covenant of the Lord with thee, notwithstanding if there be in me iniquity, slay me thyself, for why shouldest thou bring me to thy father? And Jonathan said, Far be it from thee, for if I knew certainly that evil were determined by my father to come upon thee, then would I not tell it thee? And then said David to Jonathan, Who shall tell me, or what if thy father answer with thee roughly? And Jonathan said unto David, Come, let us go out into the field. And when they went out into the field, both of them into the field, and Jonathan said unto David, O Lord God of Israel, when I have sounded my father about tomorrow any time, or the third day, and behold, if there be good toward David, and then I send not unto thee, and shew it thee, the Lord do so, and much more to Jonathan. But if it please my father to do thee evil, then I will shew it to thee, and send thee away, that thou mayest go in peace, and the Lord be with thee, as he hath been with my father. And thou shalt not only, yet while I live, shew me kindness of the Lord, that I die not, but also thou shalt not cut off thy kindness from my house forever. No, not when the Lord hath cut off mine enemies of David, every one from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Let the Lord even require at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan caused David to swear again, because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Then Jonathan said unto David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and thou shalt be missed, because thy seat will be empty. And when thou hast stayed three days, then thou shalt go down quickly and come to the place where thou didst. The wind is turning my pages. I'm sorry. Um, where thou didst hide thyself when the business was in hand, and shall remain by the stone Ezel. And I will shoot three arrows on the side thereof, as though I shot at a mark. And behold, I will send a lad, saying, Go find out the arrows, if I expressly say unto thee, unto the lad behold the arrows are on this side of thee take them then come thou for there is peace to thee and no hurt as the lord liveth but i if i say unto the young man behold those arrows are beyond thee go thy way for the lord hath sent thee away and as touching the matter which thou and i have spoken of behold the lord between me and thee forever 
So David hid himself in the field, and when the new moon was come, the king sat him down to eat meat. Um, and then this is the last little section of verses. It's 1 Samuel 20, verses 32 through 42. And Jonathan answered, Saul his father said unto him, Wherefore shall he be slain? What hath he done? And Jonathan cast a javelin at him to smite him, whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and did eat no meat the second day of the month, for he was grieved for David because his father had done him shame. And it came to pass in the morning that Jonathan went out into the field at, a t at the time appointed with David and his little lad with him. And he said unto his lad, Run, find out the arrows which I shoot. And as the lad ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. And when the lad was come to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan cried after the lad and said, Is not the arrow beyond thee? And Jonathan cried after the lad, Make speed, haste, stay not. And Jonathan's lad gathered up the arrows and came to his master. But the lad knew not anything, only Jonathan and David knew the matter. And Jonathan gave his artillery to the lad and said unto him, Go carry them to the city. And as soon as the lad was gone, David arose out of a place toward the south and fell on his face toward the ground and bowed himself three times. They kissed one another and wept with one another until David exceeded. And Jonathan said unto David, Go in peace, for as much as we have sworn both of us in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord be between me and thee, and between my seed and thy seed forever. And he arose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. So like you were saying earlier, my voice is really dying on me. Can you hear that? <laughs> um, as you were saying earlier, um, it just shows how how much they cared for each other that they would go that um, Jonathan would go against his own father and it makes me think of in Proverbs 18 verse 24 and it says a man who hath friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend who sticketh closer than a brother it just it just shows that bond that they had between the two of them it was stronger than blood you know exactly it makes me think also of Ecclesiastes 4 and starting in verse 9 for it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So, yeah, just that idea that, like, David could lean on Jonathan even when the enemy that David was running from was Jonathan's own father and that had to be that had to be so hard you know and scary because he was also the king that's so. true and he threw a javelin at him so i mean it wasn't really going well yeah uh, even though they were a family we could do a whole other set of lessons they had some issues going on there they sure did. um for sure Ooh, i talked for 10 minutes it was a lot of reading yeah but i apologize that's okay I'm it was sorry. really good i will read a little less but um i was thinking <sighs> You don't want to read as much as me? I don't. I've kind of narrowed down. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. The example I was thinking of was actually um, Daniel and his three friends that we read about in the book of Daniel. But it's kind of a lesser um, known point in Daniel chapter 2. And King um, Nebuchadnezzar has a dream, right? And he's upset by this dream. And he demands that um, someone tell him not only what the dream means but also what the dream was so he said you know come and tell me what the dream was and what it means and then no one could do that so they're calling all the wise men and everything and no one is able to 
um, tell him what he wanted to know. So he says he's going to have all of the wise men killed, including Daniel and his three friends. So, um, of course, we know their names that they were given as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but their names originally were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, or however you pronounce this. So, um, those work. <laughs> yeah, whichever. Go, just go with me with that. Um, so, they're seeking to kill Daniel and also his three friends as well because they also cannot tell what the dream means. So, Daniel um, goes to um, Arioch, um, who's the captain of the king's guard, and so he finds out what's going on and he says, you know, why has this decree been made? Why are they going to kill these people? And once he knew, he went, and we're going to start reading in Daniel chapter 2, starting in verse 16. It says, Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time, and that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning the secret that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in the night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And it goes on to say just the prayer that Daniel prayed at that time and how he thanked God for his mercy and all of this. But the point I really wanted to bring out was when Daniel understood what the um, issue was and why all the wise men, including Daniel and his friends, were going to be killed, he asked the king for some time, and then he went to his friends and said, please pray. Pray to God with me that maybe he will reveal this mystery. And of course, when he goes to the king um, later on in that chapter, he gives all of the glory and all of the credit to God for revealing the secret. He said, you know, all the wise men and astrologers and magicians couldn't know any of this, but there is a God in heaven that reveals secrets and makes known to the king what will be. And so he gives God all of the credit for it. But the point really is, in that time of need when Daniel um, was about to lose his life, right, because of this dream that no one could interpret, he went to his friends and asked his friends to pray. And so that's kind of something that we need to remember today is that like at our lowest point when things look like they're the worst, right, to find friends that we can go to and ask them to be there with us in prayer. Um, I also thought of um, Queen Esther, right, when Mordecai, her uncle, comes to her and is telling her what all is happening, and she says, Mordecai, you go gather the Jews to pray, and I will gather my my um, group to pray, and so they all went together to pray. So just kind of that idea that, you know, leaning back on our companions. It's such a special thought to know that you have people that have your back and that are willing to pray for you for anything, at any given moment. Yeah. It's just nice. And I think sometimes we discount that as help. Like, I know I've been um, at fault of saying before when someone's going through something hard, like, can I do anything besides pray? You know, like, because you want to be helpful. But it's like we're kind of discounting that idea that prayer is worth something, you know. But we need to remember that it is worth something. Like, we have the ability to go to God on behalf of someone else. And that is a huge matter. It's really um, powerful. It is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that I, I know I need to work on a little bit more. So just to be more intentional about, you know, praying for others. Obviously, we do it when something like a crisis happens. Remember to pray for people. But, like, just remembering our friends in prayer all the time. 
and remembering, you know, like, um, the small things in life, the encouragement that each yeah, other needs. It doesn't needs. have to be a big thing to go to prayer about. No. Go but to prayer. That's not at all how you're going to, I'm going to. Words. They're really hard today. They're really hard today. <laughs> Sometimes words are hard. It's okay. So, yeah, that's it. So find yourself a group of people. Or just, yeah. It doesn't have to be a big group. It can be one person. That's right. That you can knit your heart together with. I like that so much. I, I do too. Maybe that's what we should call our podcast. Here you guys have it. We Y'all just helped us name our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait. Do we say thank you? Do we say? Well, I haven't plugged our podcast yet. So Get on that. You, Are we going to have t-shirts made for our podcast? Uh, we're not that cool. Oh, okay. Um, Tell your friends. Your friends. Friends need to listen to this podcast. There you go. Yes. Now do we say thank you? We, we do say thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.